Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And we have, you guessed it, you guessed it, yet another amazing guest this morning. And she is a 23-year-old registered nurse who has turned to digital marketing and has 550,000 Facebook followers in five months, is getting married soon is wanting to live her best life. And boy, oh boy, does she deserve it. Riley, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about the show before? Yes. I watch it weekly. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. That's so nice. So you're getting married soon or this year? Yep. This December. So less okay. than three months. So it's soon. <laughs> okay. You're excited about that? Very excited. And living a little bit of a slower life, you said in your questionnaire. Is that right? What does that mean to you? Yeah. Um, my fiance and I have just goals of kind of living away from the city. Currently, we are South Houston. So we're in between Galveston and Houston um, suburbs. It's busy. There's construction. It's it's hard to slow down. Um, and I just I want to buy a piece of property. And I want I just I just want peace and quiet. And uh, yeah, so those are those are our goals. <laughs> Nice. So um, tell us what led you to Legendary. You know, what, what what were you looking for? Do you feel like you found it? Tell us tell us your story. I definitely found it. Um, so my story is a little bit different than most. I graduated nursing school last April. Um, so I'm a baby nurse. Um, but I, it was in the midst of COVID was when I was in nursing school. So there was just a lot of questioning, a lot of things that made me just kind of be like, maybe a a second stream of income wouldn't be a terrible idea. Um, and I had come across, you know, the the famous M. Walcott and was just watching her videos actually for two to three months. Um, and then I think, let's see, I graduated nursing school in April and then I started my first night shift nurse uh, in July. And I think in July is when she kind of kept popping up and she kept showing up. Um, wow. And then I started my second month, I think I ended up investing in the $7 challenge. Um, and I remember like during my night shifts, if I had a slow time, I would like watch, watch some of the videos from the challenge. And, um, and then I ended up investing in the blueprints not too soon after. And mm -hmm. then I sat on it for six months and didn't do a thing because I was, I, I wish I could say that I got on it sooner because I do. And that's something I regret. However, looking back, like I was not in a stage of my life where I could really go all in like I am right now. Um, mm. So I was worried about being a new grad nurse. You know, I was working nights. I, my shifts were never consecutive. So my sleep schedule was whack. My fiance is in the blue collar industry and he uh, works 70 plus hours a week. Um, his schedule is whack. So we were like two passing ships in the night. Mm. Uh, it made it hard on our relationship. And um, yeah, it was just, it was just difficult. Night shift was not for me. So I ended up coming across like an IV clinic job. So I quit my night shift job and now I have a part-time job working with IV vitamins and intramuscular shots. And I love it. And it mm. actually was like, God just planted all of it in front of my face because now I have the time to go all in on this. Whereas before I know I wouldn't have, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have given it my all. So it definitely was from God. <laughs> well, Hey, amen. So yeah. what, what, uh, has, how has life changed or what, 
what has happened since you have gone all in. I know that you were sending people and showing people your Facebook profile, which you're you're somewhat famous. I mean, you said the famous M. Walcott. I think you're famous on Facebook now, the famous Riley Hargrove on Facebook. <laughs> Tell us how things have changed once you actually went all in, and do you wish you acted faster? I mean, just in terms of not, you know, making, I guess, more decisive decisions in order to kind of move things along. I think everything happens for a reason and you seem to have think that things happen in God's time. And hey, I agree with that. I mean, when we make plans, God laughs, right? So it's like, you know, uh, we're not really in as much of control as we think we are about kind of the whole world. We, we are in control of our actions. But what has happened since you did sort of take the bull by the horns and say, hey, I'm not going to sit back and I'm yeah. going to put this thing in, in high gear? I have never been more proud of myself, honestly. Um, even a four-year bachelor's degree in nursing, I've never been more proud of myself in the mindset that's grown within me, uh, how I go about my day. I think my closest friends and family even my fiance has just seen a new side of me that's like, I'm ready, I'm ready to go after it. You know, I, I know what I want and I'm gonna get it. Um, don't know how fully it's gonna pan out, but I know I'm gonna get there. And um, yeah, showing up every single day, like I, I haven't given up on myself. It's I've I've had to cut certain things out, certain friendships, certain activities that we would do maybe every single weekend that most 23 year olds would do. Um, mm. that don't really feed the lifestyle that I want. Um, and truthfully, at the end of the day, it's just it's just going to continue to hold me back. Um, and I think my closest people that I, I hold dear to me have started to see that a little bit and they respect it, um, mm. which I appreciate. And then, you know, there's other people that are just kind of like, man, they're always so busy. They never want to hang out. And it's like, my fiance is finally at the point where he's like, you know, we're leveling up, you know, we're better than most 23 year olds. We're getting after it, you know, and <laughs> what's his name? What's his name? Dylan. <laughs> hey, Dylan. Hey, how, hey, shout out to Dylan for leveling yeah. up with you and sort of um, yeah. recognizing that, you know, hey, you're never too early, right? To yeah. start doing big things and start building your own Jay-Z and Beyonce life, right? <laughs> Yes. And he like will brag about it to friends at work that he's at. And he's like, you know, I was telling this truck driver at work because he does crane and rigging. So he works with a lot of different style of blue collar workers and he'll kind of tell them about it. And they're kind of like, oh, you know, like, that's really interesting. If, if I was 23, I would do that. And I'm like, let him know if he's in his 50s, he can do it, too. <laughs> that's very sweet. That's very nice. Uh, I'm happy to hear that Dylan's such a great guy. Uh, you certainly deserve that. Um, well, you're on fire. I mean, you're talking about cutting, you know, friends out and, you know, leveling up and setting boundaries and kind of all that, all that stuff. Um, what, what did you, what have you realized that you want now and what, how were you unclear about it before? Did the, and do you believe that the traditional, sort of education system and society sort of grooms us to, to sort of play to, to strive for actually less while trying, while manipulating us and saying, but you're really going for more. You know what I mean? Like talk to us being a 23 year old, what you've experienced through high school and college. And now you realize it's not actually 
all of what you want and isn't all of what it was made out to be. There's actually other levels above and beyond that that you can access right now. Can you give us that perspective? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, since high school, my soft, my freshman year of high school, they were telling us, you know, pick your major of what you want your major to be in college. And, and it's something that I, my sophomore, junior year of high school, just kind of made my mind up and was like, you know, I love helping people. I have a heart for helping people. Nursing is what I want to do. And I truly do don't take that lightly. I worked very hard for that degree. And I know it's a little bit different than getting a degree in something that maybe not be so specific. Um, you need education to become a nurse. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so honored to be one. But at the end of the day, nursing's not going to take me to where I want to be. And mm -hmm. and I think even throughout school, it was like I got into the real world in night shift nursing. And I had seen these nurses that had been working here for 30 plus years and they were just so jaded. And mm -hmm. I remember at some point being like, I can see how I could get that way. Mm -hmm. um, I could see how, you know, it's just day in and day out and, and night shift. I'm like, they call it the graveyard shift for a reason. I crave, Ooh. like, I crave um, a schedule. I, I want to, you know, do better by my body. And the holistic side has always piqued my interest more, which is kind of why I was thankful I, I got out of the hospital setting. Um, but I truth, I don't really know where I was going with this, but I truthfully, I remember looking at those nurses and being like, I don't want that to be me 30 years down the line. Um, and, you know, you see all of these successful people online or even extremely successful people that are rich. And most of the rich people I know actually don't have a college degree. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them do not. And so I just remember being like, why is it so hard? You know? I, both of my parents are, my dad worked for the feds. He was a federal probation officer. My mom was a probation officer. I worked, I have very hard. I'm my probation officer at one time. <laughs> uh, I remember working like, I remember looking at my family, like growing up and being like, man, you know, my, my parents grind. They work so hard. And yeah. like, why is money still a problem? Like, I just don't under, I don't understand, you know? And I, I have, you know, richer friends and I just remember being like why is it so easy for them mm -hmm. um, and I'm thankful for the way that I I grew up you know I never really struggled in a lot of ways I just remember being very hyper aware of money and mm -hmm. hyper aware of um, that it's not easy to come by and the cost of a dollar how much is a penny really worth you know mm -hmm. um, so I'm a saver I don't buy extravagant things um, time to me is more important. And that's why I did this. That's why I invested in this education, because this truly is going to build skills for me that I can, in the long run, take wherever I want to go. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where I'm at in any stage of life. Like I know if something, if my boss calls me today and say, Hey, sorry, we found a better person. Like at the end of the day, like, great. Cause this is, this is what I'm going to go all in on. And, and it's going to work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got a lot. I mean, you said you didn't know where you were going, boy. You took you took this to a place right there. I mean, and coming from a 23 year old young woman who has freshly, recently, seen the the system, right? As you as you, you know, the system, um, you know, and and what what I mean by that is is the same system that we've all been through. Yeah. And it's, 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 there's two sides to the coin too, because as you pointed out, such an honorable thing to do, to follow through and to work hard and to graduate high school and to go to college and to get a meaningful, honorable career like nursing. And you should be proud of that. 
And you're absolutely right. My father was in the hospital for 77 days this year. And I, I talked to a lot of nurses, people, a lot. And I talked to a lot of nurses on the show. Okay. We've had 810 something people in, in the, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of nurses, a lot of medical professionals all have the same story, you know, all have a big heart, all have a heart to serve, all did everything they were supposed to do, got the good grades, got the good job, have the big heart, did a good job in their job and still paying off student loans, still renting a house, still can't get ahead still living in the city because they you know what you talked about the suburbs. Well, there's the city, the suburbs, and then there's the, the farmlands, right? Yeah. You know, they ain't even into the suburbs. They're still in the city because why can't live too far away from the hospital. Yeah. And then you talk about, you know, the pandemic and how you went, you know, what you were sort of realizing as that went on. And then, you know, something like that hits in the very best of America has to show up every day. They're mm-hmm. deemed essential but what who's suffering well their family's suffering they got to go home and isolate they can't right so it's really a a a, you use the word whack earlier it is very whack (laughs) very whack another thing that i know about nurses this is no offense to doctors but nurses are the real lifesavers in hospitals nurses are the ones who are doing all the work like the doctors come in we need them they specialize, they do surgery. Yes, yes, yes. Not, not minimizing their impact, but you know what? It's the nurses who give the updates to the doctors. It's the nurses who are on the front line inside of the rooms with the patients 24 seven doing all the dirty work, right? Doing all the, like the serious work. I saw it with my own eyes. I'll never forget it. And you're also right. I also saw nurses who had been worked in that particular ICU where my father was at for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about we're older than some of the nurses who were actually in there who were new. And you're right. I mean, God bless this one particular lady. God bless her. I mean, you could tell she was just she was she was worn down, yeah. but she was a seasoned vet. Like she really knew what she was doing. I really felt safe with my dad and her under her care, but I really also just felt so bad for her because you know it just takes a toll, and yeah. I could see it in her eyes. Like she was just tired, and yeah, it's tough. It's a tough thing, and so um, you're you're getting you're getting a ticket out right now, right? You're kind of yeah. getting a ticket out yeah. and, and you're taking it. And that doesn't mean that you don't feel proud that you shouldn't be proud of your career and your, all the things that you've done. And you have so much experience that you're now able to share with us right now mm-hmm. that you can share with other nurses that you can share with other people. Um, What's coming up for you as I'm kind of talking about is does this feel like it fits anyway as I'm reflecting back a lot of your thoughts and then adding my experience of what I've seen with yeah. both being a, a young person coming up through the system and being groomed for college and a good little job, you know, and then also I'm one of the ones who sort of escaped the matrix, not because I was so smart, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was because I was like, oh, I see up ahead and it is trouble, right? I was like, you know 
running away from home and in the streets and, you know, doing drugs and getting arrested and kind of all that stuff. And, and I just got blessed to find recovery and get clean and stuff like that. But, um, you know, how do you, how, how are you dealing with being a 23 year old who's not on the same path as so many of your other friends? And as you alluded to that earlier, there's gotta be some judgment. There's gotta be you know, how you're, you're dealing with a lot, not just dipping out on the career that you sort of have been groomed for and then working towards, but also you're leveling up in terms of what probably every other 23 year old that you know is doing, right? Yeah, no, it was difficult at first. I mean, especially like telling, I'm very open with the people that I deem close to me. So I, you know, told my parents everything, my brother. And I will say like everyone was a little hesitant at first. Um, and then my mom was actually the one that was like, I'm so proud of you. Like just go for it if you want it, you know, and and Dylan was like, Yeah, I mean if there's something you want to do, go for it. And um it was different because at work I, I remember I started the challenge and I was doing my meetings with Bonnie and stuff when I was working night shift and I remember I'd kind of bring it up and they'd kind of just like my coworkers, you know, just be like, Oh, okay. Like whatever. And I feel like people don't really think it's real, you know, like you say it and they're just kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's your interesting. Like she's trying to be an influencer or whatever. And it's like, no, you know? And then, then I finally start sharing like, Hey, I'm seeing some success. And they're like, Whoa, Whoa, what? Like, oh, that that thing that you were doing before, that's working? And I'm like, yeah, like, it's it's anybody's game. Like, mm. it really is. And and I wish that it's, it's so joked about, too. Like, I feel like nursing is so glamorized in the fact of talking about how exhausted you are and, like, putting in the grind. And, like, it is. It's so exhausting. It's tiring. But at the end of the day, like, you have to be the person to make the decision for yourself. If you are so exhausted and so drained, you have no time for anybody else in your life, then it's time to make a change. It's time to do something different. Be about the actions. Don't just sit around and complain about it. And I just remember seeing like in the hospital, a lot of complaining. Oh, my time didn't get approved, you know? Oh, um, yeah, you know, I never see my family. I never see my husband. I'm missing out on this event. Like, I remember missing my very first Christmas. Gosh, that sucked. That sucked so bad. And I just remember being like, why did I work so hard for this degree in nursing school to begin with? I mean, I went straight from the chaos and anxiousness of nursing school and they put you in a state of fight or flight, like mm. all the time. <laughs> you graduate that and you go straight into night shift. As a new <laughs> guy, you have, And I was a PD nurse, so I had birth to 18 years old and you have children's lives in your hand. Like that's stressful, not to mention your sleep schedule. And we won't even go into how important that is, but like that gets all whack. Um, it's, it's just like, I wish more people knew about it, but like at the end of the day, you have to be the person to make that decision for yourself. Like I can sit and share my story with as many people as I want, but at the end of the day, like if you're not, you're not willing to make a change, if you're not willing to even like question if this is for you, then you're just going to stay stuck. Like that's where you're going to be. And that's your decision. Um, what's weird is that you were talking about your coworkers thinking that like, this isn't real. And it's like, what is this? Well, what this is, what we're doing here is yeah. we're just a company that creates courses, coaching and events on yeah. four particular business models that, that happen to be just 
the, our favorite business models that you can use as an entrepreneur to make money online and build a business online. But there's a thousand, thousands of businesses you could go into to yeah. be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And what people are really skeptical of is entrepreneurship. And the reason why that is, and that just shows how powerful the system is, the public school system, and also even private school, although you would hope that there's more different, there's, um, there's different, um, there's just better education, more choices yeah. for kids in, 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 well, hopefully this comes into public schools too. But how would of how different do you think people would be in their mindset if in high school, not in college, but in high school, they began to learn about being an entrepreneur? So different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so different. I, I didn't even have any, I didn't know how to write a check in high school. I, I didn't, I, I was in college and my mom was like, oh, you got to do your taxes. I was like, what? Like, I don't. Yeah. We'll teach you. Right. right. Well, here's no. why. Here's no. why, Riley, is because your your job does your taxes for you. Yeah. A you job. If you're, right. If you're a W-2 employee, you yeah. your job handles all your taxes for you. If you're a 1099 or a business owner, you have to file your taxes by yourself. A 1099 contractor means that you own your own business and a business yeah. is business with you. All right. of you as affiliates are going to get a 1099 from any company that you affiliate with, affiliate with because you're not an employee of that company. They're, any money that they paid you, they're going to give a 1099 to you and, and they're going to file that to the government as an expense. Right. So you pay taxes on that money that you received instead of them paying taxes on it. And so the reason why you don't need to know about filing taxes or any of that kind of stuff before you go into college and all that is because college is not going to teach you how to be a 1099 contractor, meaning that you own your own business. They are going to assume that you're going to go work for a company as an employee and you're going to have that company handle your taxes for you. Now, the, there's, there's, you know... It's, it's not about one being right or wrong. It's not, really, it's not, friends. Having Everybody shouldn't. <laughs> it's about having choices and it's about yeah. knowing what the hell you're doing instead of just pulling the wool over all of our young people's eyes in high school and college and just assuming that they're not going to want to be entrepreneurs, that they're not going to want to be contractors, that they're not going to want to go out there and do affiliate marketing. They're not going to want to go out there and and, and create courses or um, even do drop shipping or Amazoning or whatever, or, or have their own lawn business. Or, you know, so many of us have skills that we develop as young people being around our parents, for example. I developed a lot of construction, plumbing, carpentry, tile skills. And I could easily and was going to open a business before I started online. I was going to be my own contractor. Um, and so many of our young people have skills that they develop as young people, but the public school system and most school systems are there to create fact. It goes back really to like the Great Depression in those times where, you know, the United States of America needed factory workers, yeah. needed labor. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We needed labor. We needed grunt work. We needed factory workers, 
right? There was already established corporations inside of America that, for example, during these wars um, were, you know, like what happens when war happens? Well, you need soldiers, you need factory workers. The government puts a, um, a, a mandate on all the corporations that they have to like stop doing what they're doing and start, you know, um, you know, doing building, uh, you know, military equipment. And the, the America just really kind of found that groove and um, built our entire system around just grooming our young people to become factory workers, grooming our young people to become soldiers, grooming our young people to become employees. And we never really, you know, we never really got back into that sort of creative, innovative. You had to be uh, our most successful people. If you look at it, the richest people in America are people like Mark Zuckerberg who, who dropped who dropped out of college to pursue a business idea. You know what I mean? Like those are our most Huh? They took risks. They took, they took risks. Yeah. They sort of unplugged from the typical matrix system, just like myself. I mean, sometimes it's by accident. In my case, it wasn't on purpose. I don't take credit for being so smart that I, you know, f f found entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship really found me. It was sort of my last resort, one of the only things I could do. But um, this is a deep conversation. It's a it's a huge story that you can tell as a young person. You already are telling it this morning so beautifully and powerfully on this show. Gets me fired up because I've been talking about it for a long time too. I started at 24 online, and I was also going to you know I started out in network marketing. You know I was I was approaching friends and family and stuff like that. They were like, you know, get get out of my face, you you, you know, you little turd. You know, I mean, we don't want to do whatever you're doing. You were just homeless. You know, you were just addicted to drugs. We don't want to. And lo and behold, I I stumbled my way onto the internet because offline stuff wasn't working for me. I couldn't get any earn anybody's respect or trust because I was just a young punk kid in their eyes. And so I I found my way online, and I built my own audience. I started to deliver my own. I, I realized I had more to say and more knowledge than I thought I did. And I realized I could learn a new skill. I did eventually get on video and I started to tell my story and intertwine that with products that I wanted to sell. And so what's it been like for you to go from nursing and mostly interfacing with people to being on camera, being on video? What, what are some of the limiting beliefs inside of your head or insecurities or, you know, feelings of vulnerability that you felt that you've also had to overcome in, in starting to create marketing content? Limiting beliefs, a hundred percent huge. Um, I will say looking at my videos from when I started five over five months ago now to now, I mean, I've grown drastically. You really do have to, I actually talked with M Walcott yesterday. She told me to tell you hi, but she um, had kind of mentioned like, marketing isn't something that just flows into you. Like you have to pour it into yourself. Like you have to be listening to podcasts, reading books, educating yourself on different ways to better your content, better your emails. Like everything is, it's something you have. Yes, you have to put in work, but you have to, you have to learn it. It's not something that you can just snap your fingers and be like, I'm doing it and I'm successful at it. It's like people that are successful at this have have really invested the time and energy to learn the skills. Like, mm -hmm. and I just, and I remember Bonnie saying that, like, if you focus on the skills, everything will follow. 
You just got to mm-hmm. learn these skills and everything will follow. And it's so true. And not to mention just the skills, but like your mindset on top of everything. I, I wish it was easy that I could just snap my fingers and say that like I believed in myself and like I knew I was going to do it. And I think I think the more that I showed up for myself, the the more I believed in myself and the more proud I was of myself because I was like, all right, I'm a month in. I've showed up three times a day, every single day. I've learned a few things. Let's let's get to the next month. And it never for me was like, yeah, month three, if it's not working, I'm going to quit. I just remember every single day telling myself, like, you can only fail if you quit. You can only fail if you quit. So just don't quit and you're not going to fail and it's going to work for you. And I feel like even if I have those negative thoughts in my head, I just, in a nursing school, I, uh, I think everybody just needs to go to therapy. But I went to therapy when I was in nursing school just because... I'm, I had a lot of anxiety and I didn't know how to manage it. And I remember my therapist telling me, if you ever get to a spot where you feel these negative thoughts come into your head, like it's going to work for her or it worked for her. It's not going to work for me. Yeah. She got lucky. You know, she hit a hundred thousand dollars in two months. Like, yeah, something like that just doesn't happen for people like me. Like if you feel those thoughts coming into your head, literally out loud, say, stop, stop. And then you need to spend twice the amount of time inputting you're only gonna fail if you quit so don't quit you're only gonna fail if you quit so don't quit you're gonna do this it's gonna happen like i just have even if it's it's something that like you don't fully and honestly know how it's gonna pan out like you just have to keep pouring that into yourself because unlearning these habits that you you've learned your entire life is such a difficult thing to do it's so hard nobody in my family thinks or has thought the way that i am learning to think right now and I say learning because it's something I have to do every single day. I have to practice it. And I, I do use the 555 method because it's, and oddly enough, like it's worked. I made my first high ticket commission after, after practicing and implementing those things. Like it's, it's something you have to work on every single day. Yeah. It's not something that just comes. Um, and you have to, you know, implement that with the education. You have to teach or you have to, sorry, you have to learn all of these skills, continue to learn, don't stop learning. And then you also have to train your mind every day because it's not something, if you stop, the negative thoughts come back. It's not something that just like quits. <laughs> Paul said, that's a hat throw. You're right, buddy. That was a, that was a, that was a, that was a mouthful of gold. Uh, it says, what is the five, five, five method? So does Alicia. Yeah, the 555 method is where for five days in a row, you write something as if it has already happened in the future 55 times. So you get out a journal. I have my journal right here. (laughs) You can literally see all my stuff. (laughs) Um, So you literally write like, I am so thankful I had my first five-figure month. I am so thankful I had my first five-figure month. And actually, I, I did get this from Becca and Caroline, but it's it's working for me. And it, it also, like, when I start my day off like that, it it starts your day out on, like, you believe in yourself. Like, when you're done, you're like, yeah, it's going to happen. And then you're more fired up to make your videos. You're more fired up to, you feel more empowered on where you're going in this journey. And, like, it really has helped me. Um, another thing is just journaling. Um, I know Becca does something where she just she she just writes her thoughts she wakes up in the morning and she writes two full pages of her thoughts. And it, it's supposed to clear out anything that comes in your mind. Gotta do the laundry, flip the clothes, clean the dishes, like do whatever. Just And it actually clears your mind of the clutter and creates a more creative side. 
Um, that way you're finally able to just like be more creative and think for your content and for your day. Um, so I've practiced that a few times. It's, it's so helpful. Like mm. find something that works for you and stick with it. Um, because implementing positivity in your life is something you have to do. You have to do it. Mm. Um, it's not something that just comes. Yeah. Well, it's one of the reasons why I wear the same thing every day. It's just because I found myself at one time, like, you know, mulling over too much, spending too much time, like thinking about like what I was going to wear and just like <laughs> how I was going to look and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, who cares? You know, just wear the same thing every day, eat the same thing every day, yeah. which is, you know, I'm a little bit of an extremist, but I just eat these bars. I every love those. Yeah. yeah bars. I like the chocolate sea salt. It gets stuck in my teeth. I just have to clean yeah. it out after I had one right before I came on here. I, I do every morning, but it just eliminates the, the, the thought of like, you know, am I going to have, am I going to have something to eat? How am I going to feel like all this stuff? I try to do things that, um, where I can predict the outcome. Um, the other thing that you mentioned is, is, uh, you know, you, you mentioned, you mentioned writing things into existence and speaking things into existence. And, you know, this is possibly one of the most important things in terms of our, our mindset, confidence, and ultimately our success, because people can tell, they can pick up when we're not feeling confident. Terry yesterday alluded to the fact that like she became more confident and she, she you know, people could tell that she was more confident, right? Cause she, like people can, can kind of, people can tell, they can read you if you're not confident and convicted about what you're doing. And so when you're not on camera, it's really important to watch your language. How am I speaking about myself? How am I speaking about what I'm doing? Um, you know, am I, am I talking badly? Am I talking down about myself? Am I, there's a difference between self depre, de, you know, deprecating humor and just low self-esteem. You know, I mean, if you usually good self-deprecating humor comes from people who are who have great self-esteem because yeah. you're okay, you're okay making fun of yourself. You see this a lot with comedians. Yeah. Um, but uh, talking down about yourself, like one simple way that you can kind of gauge where your self-esteem is at is if somebody gives you a compliment and you're like, oh, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> right? Instead yeah. of just being like, hey, thank you. That means a lot to me that you said that. Right. That yeah. takes a lot of self-esteem to be able to receive a compliment and then vulnerably let somebody know that it meant a lot to you. Yeah. That, that, that requires actual self-esteem versus what you see 99% of people do, which is if they receive a compliment, they're like, ah, oh, no, no, don't mention it or whatever. Yeah. Right. You, you know, awkward I mean? and yeah, you get awkward. You get yeah. like, yeah, because you're just not used to somebody validating you. Mm -hmm. And why? Because you don't validate yourself. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. why. That's exactly why you mentioned therapy. I mean, I've done an ungodly amount of time in therapy, um, started back in, in 2004, really, when I went into a court order drug treatment center. And that's where I was sort of introduced to the world of recovery and so forth. I would credit a lot of my success to having gone to therapy and, and, and really having a safe place to be able to process my feelings, having a safe professional person to help me to navigate um, different life situations and get like feedback to learn how to talk to myself, to learn how to um, talk to others. A lot of the various 
communication methods that I use came from, you know, some of my therapists, you know, and I still have interaction and, and, you know, involved with, with, uh, at least one group I've been a part of for, uh, six years and we travel all around and we go and and stay at each other's houses and, and hang out for the weekend and do work. And, you know, a business is not going to solve your personal emotional problems, friends. Yeah. This is something that is really, really important. Some of you are looking, it's kind of like you're looking for, you know, we do this with relationships and we do this with businesses. We think that a relationship is going to solve all of our problems. So we jump from one dysfunctional relationship to the next thinking that, well, I just have the wrong partner, right? No, you have the wrong picker. And in order to upgrade and improve your picker, um, you have to improve, you, you know, you have to upgrade your own self-esteem and you have to, you have to upgrade your own identity and your self-image and you have to learn how to love yourself and, and you have to determine um, really clearly what your boundaries are and what you're going to tolerate. And, uh, you know, business is not going to solve all of your problems either, because guess what? Everywhere you go, there you are, right? So you're going to bring your bad, broken mindset right into a business. And that's why we do recommend these mindset, um, uh, this mindset work, even with certain business books that sort of begin to change your mindset like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But at the end of the day, you may have self destructive, self-sabotaging behaviors that are deep-rooted that you could benefit from going and finding a therapist to talk to and process. A business coach is not going to solve all of your problems. A business course might not solve all of your problems. So you need to be willing to find self-improvement in other areas on this journey as you go through to start something new and big and serious like a business or like a new relationship because it will give you a better chance to be successful with it now riley what's coming up for you as i share a little bit of my experience on that yeah uh i personally my mind was kind of i was thinking about something else that i really wanted to share and touch on before this ended but i i did want to say like don't don't focus so much on going viral um because everyone always talks about monetizing your social media. And I remember for the longest time being like, what the heck does that even mean? Monetize my social, like everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And you got to monetize your social media. And I'm like, this is, what is that? Like, I, you know, I just, I just want this to work. Like, why is it not, you know? And I realized it's just sharing your story. Like that's all it is. Like share you, you have something, a part of you that nobody else in this world has, but a lot of people can relate to it. So just sharing that is, is huge because somebody out there is going to relate to a similar situation. Um, and, and going viral is it's, it's not going to convert guys. It's not like that's, that's like, and, and that's coming from somebody who has gone viral and it not converted. And like, I, I, I wish I could say I, had gone about it differently but like you see the best in in your business in the growth and in yourself honestly when when you're honest and upfront to who you are in your story what brought you here everyone always says how am I going to make money if I if I haven't made money how what do I do if I haven't made any money doing this and it's like share your story there's so many people that you know just share their journey at first before they even offer any product they're promoting like they mm-hmm. just they just share 
hey, this is day one of my affiliate marketing journey. If you're interested in how I'm going to get to five figure months, follow along for more. Like mm. it doesn't have to be some, you know, big, big thought out thing. Like people just like the honesty. They like the come as you are. Um, mm. They really enjoy those things. And I think that to me is if I had advice, I wish I would have like given myself, even though I know I've listened to a thousand of these before and people say the same thing and I just didn't listen. Um, just share your, share your story. Like it's so many people can relate to you. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, I had the same experience when I was trying to be, you know, something that I wasn't or all knowing or deliver more value than I was prepared to deliver early on in my career. And I just sort of dropped all that and said, look, let me just tell people why I'm, why I'm promoting this particular thing. Weave in my story give a little inspiration. It doesn't even need to be well thought out or well structured. The majority of videos or pieces of marketing content that you're going to, that are going to really crush it are ones that were sort of done just off of the top of your head. And they're usually going to be the ones that you don't think are going to be the most successful. Have you, is that your experience as well? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of the videos I thought I'm like, Oh, this video went viral for this person. Like, let's do it. Like either it's a flop for me or it goes viral and it doesn't convert. And I'm like, okay, what was the point of that? You know? Yeah. And then the videos that I'm like, you know, on there almost crying, talking about how I missed my first Christmas with my family. Like those are the ones that people are in the comments that are like, I'm on year three of missing Christmas with my family. I wish I would have heard about this sooner. Or, you know, you know, that's the stuff that people are like, oh, what is she doing? Because I hate missing Christmas with my family. Um, yeah. That's the stuff that touches people. It's not the same. If, if there's one thing I wish I would have done, it was just put blinders on and just focus on me. Like you're going to see so many affiliates do all these things. And it's great to, to meet people. There's such a huge community here, which is such a blessing. But it is very easy to look at other people and be like, oh, they did this. Like, do I need to do this too? Like. Well, does it serve you and your business? No. Okay. Move forward with it. Like try something different. Um, what works for, you know, Becca and Caroline or even in Walcott, like might not work for me. I'm not a mom. You know, I, I don't have that side of the story that can relate. How can I tie in the people that relate to me? I'm a lot of things. I'm a nurse. I'm a fiance. I am uh, getting married this year. I'm, I'm a new graduate. You know, I, I can, there's a lot of people that can relate to just graduating and being in the midst of COVID and doing half of their education online. I can relate to those people. I can relate to the people getting married. I can relate to the nurses or the medical field people. You're the same way. You just have to find who you are and share your story and you're going to find those people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more. So you've already sort of answered some of these questions a little bit because you, you it seems like you've listened to the show before, but you know, you alluded to this before. I want you to, I want you to come back to this because there are some people who, who are here now who maybe weren't on before and elaborate. What have you learned about yourself through this process that either you didn't know or you forgot? Um, I've learned it takes patience. It takes like growth is not something to get to where you are, to where you want to be. I'm, I mean, I'm not even fully where I want to be, but I, I know I'm in the right direction. Is it, it takes repetition. Um, it's going to be a lot of external and internal work. External meaning your surroundings, who you're around, what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, um, what you're doing in your spare time. Those are really important things. Like, 
evaluate your day to day, evaluate, you know, your mentality. How often are you, you know, having insecure thoughts? How often are you truly thinking this isn't going to work for me? Okay. How can I change that? Um, I think, yeah, more so like I, I wish I would have evaluated myself more and in, in knowing what I know now and kind of like how I'm getting to where I'm going to be is, is daily evaluation internally and externally. Okay. This person, this group of friends, they want to go out. How's that going to look like for me tomorrow when I have to wake up and make a video? Is my video going to be a flop? Is, or is, and it's not that it has to put in so much thought. Like you can still live your life doing this. It's just something personally for me that I know it, it kind of takes me a step backwards if that makes sense. And I'm in a season of life right now where I'm like, I want this, I'm going to get it. And, and you have to, you got to want it bad. You have to, you have to want it and you have to put in the work to get there. It's by no means easy, but it's very doable. And mm -hmm. I know you hear that all the time from all of these affiliates, like it's not easy, but it's doable. And then you get in it and you're like, okay, yeah, this is not easy because you have to do a lot of work on yourself to do it. And I think that was the biggest roadblock for me was, Okay, I got I got to evaluate myself before I can just walk through these steps. <laughs> right, you got to work more on yourself than you do on the mechanics of your business, right? 100%, yeah. And that's why I've sort of coined the term the dynamics and the mechanics. I mean, the mechanics if you can envision an iceberg and the tip of the iceberg that everybody sees is the mechanics of your business. It's setting up your sales funnel. It's, you know, where to click and how to set things up. And the dynamics is the part of the iceberg that you do not see that's underwater. That is your self-esteem. That is your limiting beliefs. That is your negative self-talk. That is the, you know, all of these, you know, the friends that you're explaining, mm -hmm. looking for validation instead of being able to just validate yourself right? As adults, we need to, and this has been alluded to and said on, on past episodes just recently, you need to learn how to act first and regulate later. This was said by one of our previous guests here just last week. You need to be able to act first and develop healthy coping mechanisms as you, as you are doing the thing and emotions are coming up. Here's why. is because you either stay and sit in anxiety and usually reach for unhealthy coping mechanisms like drugs, alcohol, sugary foods, et cetera, et cetera. Or you act and then you feel good about the fact that you took some action and you're, yeah, you're going to have some anxiety. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're going to have less anxiety because you, you, you actually took some action, but you regulate and find coping mechanisms as you go. And I, I promise you, those are much more easy to find once you're acting and you're in the process of taking action than the coping me mechanisms in re regulating sort of, again, coping mechanisms that you're going to reach for if you're sitting in the guilt and shame yeah. of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. you <laughs> yes. Yeah. Doing nothing's going to get you nowhere. It never will. Um, and I've, and you're going to find yourself being so proud of yourself, even when you're like not seeing results, like even if you're one step closer, whether you're on day one or day two or day seven of the challenge or whether you've invested in the blueprints and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is extremely overwhelming. Like keep pushing forward. I wish I would not have stopped and been overwhelmed and just like threw my hands up in the air. Um, everything happens for a reason, but 
keep keep pushing forward because you're going to look back and you're going to see how much growth you've had since the beginning. And I truthfully mean when I say I've never been more proud of myself, like mm. results or not, I've never been more proud of myself. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's my favorite thing you've said on the show today. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's come. A, I've come a long way. And it's 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 a good feeling when when you look back and you're like, wow, I've showed up for myself every single day. Um, and and you see kind of where it's taking you keep showing up for yourself. It's worth mm. it. It's so worth it. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're worth it. And when you realize that and then you take action because you know that you're worth it, you're you're worth fighting for your yeah. worth trying new and different and hard things you're worth t taking the time and doing what you want to do with your life instead of what others want you to do and then when you do that um the result is pride yeah legitimate humble pride like even if you don't get the outcome that you want like no, none of us do. Like we all fall short, yeah. you know, I mean, think about Aaron Rodgers, this, 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 you know, probably the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, 39 years old comes, goes to the jets, you know, Monday night football. I think they're paying them 40 something million guaranteed. And, 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 you know, four plays in he, he, he tears his Achilles. I mean, come on. Yeah. But I just heard him talk on an interview yesterday, and he's 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 right back to, you know, asking for people to doubt him. Ask, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, this is part of my come. This is part of my story. You know, I'm. It's it's all part of the journey, man. It's not the destination. The destination is a is a is a wooden box we're all going to lay in." or else we're going to, you know, get cremated. That's the destination, folks. Nobody yeah. gets out of here alive, okay? So yeah, one, life. one life, man, in the, in, the, in, the, in the prize for living that life is a wooden box. So, I mean, do it, you know, do it while you have a chance and make your focus not, hey, I'm going to get rich. Make your focus, I love that, and I'm pulling from your words. Make your focus, I want to make myself proud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. O'Reilly, yeah. you've given us a wonderful target and something to just so much wisdom and experience from your wonderful 23 year old self. I mean, I feel like I'm having a conversation with a 53 year old person. Oh, gosh, thank you. <laughs> from the way that you've worked so hard on yourself through all of the things that you've done through the therapy that you mentioned through the other personal development um you know tools that you've used through the additional i mean i could just tell that you're somebody who is hungry to grow you're doing everything that you can to give yourself an advantage to give your family an advantage to be able to fulfill your goals of you know getting slowing life down and moving out to that farm and and, and building your family and you know what i know if you were to really sign a a contract today to say yeah this is everything that i want in five years and you were to sign for it you would be shortchanging yourself yeah you would be shortchanging yourself because I'm even you, <laughs> even you have no idea right now how much potential in power and ability you have yeah. not just 
potential abilities that yeah. you are going to use to be able to achieve the things that you want. And I hope that you can take that validation in and know that I believe in you. We believe in you. We're here to support you every step of the way. Thanks for coming on and sharing your wonderful wisdom with us this morning. And please come back and see me and keep us, keep us posted on your journey. Okay. Thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate it. Okay, Riley. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye guys. All right, my friends, you can find Riley over on Facebook at Riley Hargrove. That's R-Y-L-E-E-H-A-R-G-R-O-V-E. -E -E. You can also find Riley over on Instagram at Rye, the affiliate, R-Y, the affiliate, spelled exactly as it sounds. Well, my friends, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I think I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I, I've actually attended every single Wake Up Legend, besides a few that, that, that Joanne's done. But, you know, I just told Joanne a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, I can't take any days off. This stuff is too good. You know, I can't miss out on these things, man. I mean, it's just too damn good. Uh, I feel like I'm the lucky one. I feel like I'm the, and you know what? You will as well as you continue to be consistent and show up inside of your business every single day. You will become feeling like you are the lucky one, that you have an audience, that you have people, that you have an opportunity to be able to serve. It really is a blessing, man. It really is a blessing. And for those of you who are, you know, fearful about it or anxious about it or think it's this big, scary thing, I mean, look, it's everything that you want and more out of life to have an opportunity, an unlimited opportunity to be able to help people, to serve people, to, to tell stories, to share your jokes, all your corniness, all your uniqueness, you know, exactly who you are in the spirit of helping people and pointing them in the direction of products and services that they can benefit from. And the payoff that you'll get from that is not only, as Riley said, pride, actually being proud of yourself for what you've achieved, for what you're doing, for what you're building, for the direction that you're heading, and all of the positive validation that you will get back from your audience. Always remember, my friends, it's easier for a client to become a friend than a friend to become a client. So if you're doing anything in your life that is involving, you know, you having to solicit the support of your friends and family, you're not the only one who's having a hard time with that. Right. So stop explaining to your to your friends and family, the you know eight or 15 people in your life who hold so much power and start focusing on the eight billion other fish in the sea who are really excited about hearing your story, who are really going to respond to your passion and knowledge and go out there and tell your story and share your value. And at the at the very least, just start creating follow our training, of course. You know, go through the curriculum. You heard Riley, challenge, blueprints, all the things, right? Additional coaching opportunities, all the things. And at the end of the day, none of that matters if you're not going to take any action. So just take the dadgum action and fail forward and learn as you go and regulate as you go and figure it out as you go. You will. You can do it. You are less of a fearful person than you tell yourself you are. Because when you're in the heat of the moment, you're not as afraid as you are when you're sitting on your couch fretting over everything. I call that future tripping, right? You're tripping about what's going to happen in the future. But when you're actually in the situation that you're afraid of, you execute, don't you? I know you do because you're a survivor. You've made it this far. So go out there, 
and show yourself who you really are. Forget showing the world. Show yourself who you really are, what you're really made of. Do it for you. Do it for you first. Your family, everybody else, they'll benefit. They'll benefit from you taking care of you and putting yourself first and doing it to upgrade and increase the pride that you have within yourself. Stay legendary, my friends. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Get out of here. Peace.